All right, guys, welcome to today's show. And on the show with me today, I'm joined by a host of family members as we gear up for the 2021 gun deer season here in Wisconsin. This has been something that I grew up doing. Um, before I could even do it, I was anxiously waiting at home for my parents to show up and find out how they did or actually going out with either my dad or my uncle and sitting with them trying to trying to take all of it in even before I could legally carry a firearm myself. And so I'm looking forward to this episode. It's going to be a lot of fun hearing what everybody's hopes are for this season. I'm sure we're going to dive into some crazy stories about things that have happened in the past, poking fun at one another. I mean, this is the epitome of the night before deer season. And so I hope you all enjoy it. It's going to be a good one. Let's jump right in. Like, he was doing things that were just badass. That was one of the coolest moments of my life. I was really scared, but knowing that Dan had the gun, I did have the rifle, like, we would be okay. All right, guys, welcome to today's show. And on the show today, I've got a whole host of people, all family, and we are gearing up for the 2021 Wisconsin firearm season. So, starting on my left, we've got... Uh, it's Sam Medke, uh, Dan's cousin. Rhonda Myron, his mom. Kevin Myron, Rhonda's husband. And professional swamp walker. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Right away. And how, how did I know that Mark wasn't just going to come out with Mark Medke? I can't. There's no I way. It, it only stays in here for so long. <laughs> and then Mark Medke, I am uh, Daniel's uh, uncle. Yeah. So this is, I mean, this is the first time doing a podcast with all of you, but this is a yearly tradition. Mm-hmm. Every every year, the night before uh, deer season, we get together and hang out. And you guys normally go to the Myron farm. Yeah, we yeah. usually go down there every year, but things are a little different this year, which is all right, too. Still yeah. the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So we're going to be hunting two different properties tomorrow. One property, Mark, <laughs> Sam, and myself have hunted. How long have you been hunting there? been going there since 1996. Okay. 25 years. Yeah. 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 The year Sam was born, we started. Actually, we've been coming over to this side of the state. We're actually from the uh, east side of the state, Manitowoc, Wisconsin. Two Rivers, actually, is where we live, but um, uh, which is about 30 miles south of Green Bay for all of you who don't really know without getting a map out. Um, but anyway, yeah, we've been coming over here. Uh, oh, boy. It's probably closer to 30 years, huh? That we've been coming here running. Easily. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean we've we've hunted a lot of public lands. Um, we hunted some friends' lands that you you and Norm had, and then uh, eventually uh, landed in Call Valley, which is home away from home. Uh, I'm getting old, and these ridges are getting tough on me. But uh, yeah, I'm, they get I'm, bigger every year. Yeah, pretty sure I'll curl up when I can't no longer. Walk these ridges. We'll get a side-by-side and just yeah. haul you out there yeah. from now on. Helicopter, yeah. maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll be on the side-by-side. He'll be on the sled behind it. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be on the pole. Billy and, <laughs> Billy and Mom will be trying to carry him up there. We just got to share that story because I just heard a story for the first time, and it sounds exactly like something my mom and aunt would do. It was, Why don't you... 
Yeah. It was it was my second year, uh, being able to shoot, and I ended up shooting a doe. A little one. Yep, a little doe. Didn't look little <laughs> when you're fourteen years old. You were so old. proud to have that in, Mom. <laughs> Luckily, it was a little one for their sake. Yeah. Um, but then they, um, Aunt Rhonda, ended up finding it the next day. And I'll let you take over after that one. Well, we just, you know, the ridges are big, and um, the logs that were laying down were big, so we decided to figure out the best way to get this deer out of there without, without having to drag it up and over and under and through the swamp. So we decided we were going to uh, tie its legs together and put a pole between the legs, and I would had one uh, end of the pole on my shoulder, and my sister had the other end on hers, and um, lifted the deer up, and we started trudging through the forest, and... Um, I don't know how far we got. We didn't get all the way out, but all of a sudden the log snapped and <laughs> cracked me in the back of the head, knocked me to my knees, and I just laid on the ground laughing. And I think everybody else around there did too, as as well as being shocked that I was still uh, awake. <laughs> hey, side note, if there are any listeners out there who are good at painting, I would pay good money for an old-timey photo. I will send you pictures of my mom and aunt and Sam, and you can make a reenactment painting of my mom just getting whacked in the head by a dead deer. <laughs> so, good times. So her, her side ended up breaking, mm-hmm. but my mom's side was still holding on pretty tight. And so when her side gave out, that side went down, and she went completely backwards. <laughs> she never let go of the stick. Yeah. It's my girl. Uh, Going fighting to the end. Yeah. Going down with the ship. Yeah. 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 Oh, my oh. gosh. We got some good stories, that's yeah. for sure. So you guys have been coming over here for between long 25 time. and 30 years. Yeah, long time. And then, Mom, how long did you hunt that property that that we hunt. Oh my goodness. I can't even, all I know is this is my 41st year. I haven't missed an opening day. Um, so I'm pretty happy with that. I don't think too many people can say that, but Mm. I would say, Oh, we probably hunted across the state for maybe only about five of those 41 years. So I'm going to guess around 35 years we've been hunting on this side of the state. Nice. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of history. Kevin, how about the family land? Tell me about that. How long have you guys been hunting that? Well, family-wise, they've been hunting it since the mid-70s. And I started hunting there probably around 83, 84. Okay. So it's been quite a while. What, I mean, I feel like the two properties are somewhat similar as far as, like, where you hunt, Mom, where, where your stand is, and Kevin, even where yours is. It's big timber rolling hills and they're not like little hills big ridges i mean they go up and down and the ridge systems go every direction but the deer seem to love those ridges Mm -hmm. yeah yeah absolutely is there something you guys have seen over the years that like holds true do the deer like to hang out three quarters of the way up the ridge do they like the sunny side in the morning shaded side is there anything that I do notice that they like to really bed down on the sides of the ridges. Um, you know, I'll be sitting there in the morning and 10 o'clock, you'll see them come in and they'll just go right on the side of the ridge and they'll just lay down. Yeah. Especially um, at the sun yeah, yeah, they really, really like that. And they'll lay there for a couple hours if you if no, nothing bugs them. You know, it's yeah. a lot of fun to watch them. Yeah. Um, but where I hunt, it, it, 
you know, they seem to like to top the ridges, and but then they like to run the valleys too. And, and usually, if they're coming through the valley, they're usually not running them. They're just walking through the valley. It's not a yeah. big, you know, if they hit the top of the ridge and go over the top, um, a lot of times they walk all the way along the top of the ridge, and you can see them all the way through the horizon. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't think I don't think there's any really consistency. Um, you know, weather plays a fact in it as well, but. I mean, you've been through there. I mean, literally, there's not a spot where I haven't seen a deer just naturally walking, whether it's on a ridge in a valley, you know, doing whatever. But um, I do know they do get a little bit more consistent going into this deer season. Because um, I know years ago, I used to go up to my stand and I'd go the same way every time. And every time I'd kick these deer up on the, it'd be the northeast side of this ridge every time. Yeah. And then, you know, probably two weeks later, then they weren't there no more. So yeah. it, it, I think weather really has a big part of it, too. Mm-hmm. See, the one thing, uh, Tim and I actually talked about this on the phone the other day. I've, I've been blown away every single year by how many deer come through five minutes after a gunshot. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it doesn't make sense in my mind. I remember growing up, and I'd hear a gunshot, I'd hear someone shoot, and right away, I'm getting down. Well, first, there's the excitement of like, <laughs> hey, someone just shot. And then it's like, oh, great. You know, now I'm going to go two hours up. without seeing anything. Right. But in reality, it's more times, more often than not, 10 minutes later, more deer are coming through. And it's not like they're sprinting through. Mm. They're just going about their right. everyday life. Well, and there's some nomadic them. around here, though, too. That they, it, Yeah, they lay down. They find the sunny spots, and they'll lay down. But most of the time, you know, there's a lot of oaks here, so they're constantly on the, constantly on the prowl for acorns or whatever they can find just in the woods. Oh, and yeah. Of course, this time of year, too, the guys are looking for a date, you know, so. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, probably the most I see deer is when I'm shoulder deep in another deer's gut. When, yeah. I, when I'm gutting deer, yeah. that is, it's almost like I don't know if it's a smell, I don't know, I don't know what it is about it, but I know we have shared numerous stories of this, and you guys have mm-hmm. one. Oh yeah. Of gutting a deer, and all of a sudden it was like eight eight bucks in a line coming through, mm-hmm. and every single time it got bigger and bigger and bigger. You know. Yep. But I think I think one thing we're we're all blessed with is the fact that we have private land we're hunting on. Oh, yeah. They're not getting pressure um, like they would in public land yeah. or even some private land where there's a lot of people going into it. So I really think that has a lot to do with it. I mean, it brings me back to a few years ago when Rhonda had your wife Sam with her, and they shot this buck. Rhonda did goes out shoots a deer. Sam's like, oh, this is pretty sweet, you know. Yeah, this is easy. Here for a few hours, and we're done. <laughs> we were done at seven thirty, by the way. Yeah. yeah. So then they come back. They come back because um, I had sort of went to check out what happened, and she goes, "Yeah, there was another one that ran over the ridge towards your stand." So okay, so I go back over by my stand, the ridge over, the valley over. They went back up. They started walking up. Sure as heck, here comes this little eight pointer back at me. So I shot that. So, and I think that see, I think it was the same year my brother Randy had shot a buck just behind where your mom was sitting. And and I'm talking within a couple hundred yards, three bucks, within within what four hour period. I mean, it's just crazy. Oh yeah. So you know, yeah, you'd think that hey, they hear a gunshot and they're going to run. But these are the same animals that she can drive up to her stand and look at something, mm-hmm. and next thing you know, there's deer standing there looking at her. 
Yeah. I was putting on my blind this year, and, and I was outside my blind. I was putting the top on. I was making noise like crazy. I wasn't even trying to be quiet. And I turn around, there's a buck, you know, 20 feet from me coming right yeah. at me. He could have cared less I was there. He just walked See, by, and and I just stood there and watched him, and he looked up at me and then just kept going. And it was, it, I mean, he, he didn't really care that I was there. He had no clue. I feel like that happens a lot, though, especially out in your guys' woods. I think I think a huge part of it is that there's always activity going on, whether you guys are out there cutting up wood, clearing out trails, um, making snowmobile trails, you know, putting signs out. I mean, there's always something going on out there that those deer just get used to that type of movement. Yeah, so I don't then, want the listeners to think that we have pet deer down there. <laughs> but at times you wonder, wild. you know. Yeah. yeah. There's been times where I've questioned it. I've wondered where your guys' <laughs> yeah. fence was. I know. You guys keep thinking I'm tying them up. I, I, walked, I was walking to you that one year, and all of a sudden I just happened to look over, and it's like 35 yards off to my right. There's three deer just standing there staring at me walking by. I mean, I, I've been pretty fortunate. You know, we, well, we have been hunting down there at the family land, but, you know, there's times I've been watching the Packer game and shot a deer during halftime. He calls you know? it going for doing a drive. I was. I was looking out the window. There was a deer. So yeah. no, but we, we come back and there's a gun pile sitting in the driveway. And yeah. All I hear is, "Well, Kevin must have shot one." Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I I, I want to bring this up. Rhonda loves going out before sunlight, and she'll stay all day. She won't come out of that blind unless it's dark. I will know? say she's gotten. Softer as the year goes. Be careful. We just talked careful. about this today. No, yes. no, hold on, hold on. Let me tell you why. I remember you used to sit up on top of this open hillside, yep. and it didn't matter how cold it was. Nope. I mean, it could be 20 below, and it has 20 been. mile an hour winds in the snow. Yep. And me and me and my dad, we would we were lazy. We'd be like, all right. Now we've been sitting for an hour. Let's go get some breakfast. And I'm and the one we'd that's go soft. over, or we'd go to lunch, and we'd come up and we're like, "Hey, hey, do you want to go get lunch?" And you're like, "Get out of here! You're scaring the deer away." <laughs> Hasn't seen a deer all day. And there was she, a reason I, I would listen, hunt miles I tell away all the time. People ask like, "Why I started hunting?" And I'm like, "My mom hunted. My dad hunted. My sisters all hunted at one point or another." I'm like, my mom was the most diehard out of all of us. But uh, then come to find out, now you've built like a big deck and you've got a blind and all Hold this. on. You so, don't even know half of it yet because so, I experienced it today. Oh, no. Did she? She, she I walk in there and she has a crate sitting over her heater that is hooked up to a 20-pound propane tank, right? And then she's got two tubs. And one of them has all of her blaze orange in and a blanket that she wraps over her heater so that the heat goes straight to her and doesn't fill up the rest of the blind. Then, then she opens up the other tub and she goes, mm, I gotta get my table out. And I go, table? And she whips out this little shindig where it was like a lawn chair and goes, boop, and it looks like a little table, right? And she goes, yup. It's a big, and, uh, yeah, it's oh, like a big here's trip. my playing cards and the cribbage board just in case somebody comes over to visit me. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we have okay. It's we have like Do you guys, okay. You guys remember the Goofy movie? <laughs> yeah. uh, with Goofy, his son Max. And then what's the big character's name? Like his Pete. buddy, Pete. So in the Goofy movie, Goofy and Max are out camping. 
And then all of a sudden, Pete shows, shows up, up with that big with camper. the RV, and he hits a button, and all of a sudden, like a bowling alley pops out and hits up bowling. Swimming that pool. is what I'm imagining my mom's blind life yeah. now. Yeah. No, 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 no. She's got the most luxurious redneck thing Just, I've ever seen. So you can call it soft. You can call it whatever you want. But in 41 years of doing this, I call it um, genius. Anybody can do this. You can go out and be as comfortable as you want. And why wouldn't I? be at my age right now i want to be comfortable out there and be able to stay out there as long as i can and enjoy everything about it so why wouldn't i are we having thanksgiving dinner in your (laughs) blindness well it's funny you bring that up because the turkey would send off the smell that they're not used to Oh, but what are we having tomorrow for lunch Rhonda? Tacos. Okay. <laughs> in, in her, her blind. blind. My so not only that, but now you're an active taco truck in the woods for hunters. I have my cast iron pan that's going over the top of my heater, and I have everything oh all set up, and I'm having tacos oh, for lunch. So so ever go, yes. Oh, trust me, when I go over to play cribbage, we have hot uh, caramel apple and all that stuff. Caramel apples. Oh but, you know, if anybody knows me, probably don't come visit me because I probably won't be happy. <laughs> Especially if you're not listen, hungry. Listen. I've been hunting all my life. Ever since I was 12, I've been hunting. And I haven't sat with you a single time in all of those years. Try it. You'll learn something. <laughs> I'll learn how to never be cook cold tacos, again. The, ha- tacos in the, woods. the hard part <laughs> is that that nobody has the patience to just sit out there like I do. I love to just sit out there. I don't, oh, I, do too. I, I don't play cards on. when I'm out there. I don't do whatever. Yeah. I take my lunch out there and make it, <laughs> hey, but you say, know what? I will sit there all day and I don't move. I'm, I'm the there. type of person to where like I, and I've heard this from numerous people about, you know, like the way that Rhonda hunts. I, my ideal hunting is sitting in a tree stand and my nose better be cold. Like, that's just my ideal hunting. If I don't feel the wind, feel that tree just kind of creaking a little bit, movement, like, it's just not hunting to me. But I will admit, setting up his blind this morning, and my feet were cold. I just had nothing. I had nothing but a sweatshirt and cowboy boots on, and I was was cold. And uh, I got in that blind, and he got his little heater and everything rigged up, and all of a sudden he goes... Tick, 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 tick. That's all you heard. You like as I started heater? my little Mr. Heater in there, and I've got a 20-pound tank like your mom's got. No. <laughs> but I don't have a grill yet, but I'm working on it. I go. I don't have a grill yet. I'm, I'm trying. I did just get satellite TV. <laughs> yeah. but no grill yet. Well, funny you should mention that. It's coming on Monday. <laughs> so I'm going to have the dish. I, I figure tomorrow afternoon I'll put the dish up, and then we'll be able to watch the game. I literally, he, he fires this thing up, and I go, so how long does it take for this thing to heat up? And he just walked into the blind. I had just turned it on. And he says, "So how long does it take that sucker to warm up?" And, I don't even. And think it I was already starting to. I, we could feel it. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't even think I had to finish the sentence. Yeah. And just like that, it was like it was like a wall and that goes, just boom hit me. Crap. And I'm like, oh man, it's I'm really warm. warm in here already. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how well those blinds keep the heat in. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Did you have you ever had in the last year? I got out there opening day, or maybe that was the following day, opening weekend anyway, and it was kind of frosty on the inside. So I turned the uh, heater on because I, I stick it out for a while until I start feeling my toes are starting to get cold and I'm starting to get a little bit of a chill. And let's say it's no secret, we're all getting old, you know, older. And uh, so then I go and I turn that on. Well, as soon as it started warming up in there, all of a sudden I hit drip, 
drip, drip, drip, drip, oh. drip, drip. It's raining. And it's like, oh, crap. <laughs> she, has no, an, I, she has an umbrella for hers. I, so actually, <laughs> I actually have not experienced that part of it. And I, it's probably because I keep it, I, like, I, I keep the heat down lower. So I, yeah. I have it covered so that it stays down lower. It doesn't all keep going out the windows and evaporating. So. I went with a 20-pound tank, though, this year. It's the first time I'm trying that after you went and did that. Kevin told me that about the hose. And You're was welcome. Like, oh, I didn't know that you could do that. Well, I had the problem with the green tanks that they only go out for so long and yeah. then they get they frosty on the sides. And you can mm-hmm. see exactly where the propane's oh, in there. Yeah. And uh, and then it just dies. It just shuts off. So then it's like, oh, crud. So then you got to wait for a while to let it unthaw. And then after it unthaws a little bit, then you turn it back on again. Well, then there's that constant battle. And I use the battery your mom uses, a little uh, lighter that you would, you know, the long stem oh, yeah. lighter. And uh, I just use the clicker on there. It's battery operator and just, you know. But I don't like that so much either. Like your mom said today when we were out there, she was checking wow. hers. And it's like, it's just kind of noisy, you know. Yeah. So but. We, we used one of those Mr. Heaters in the duck blind uh, <laughs> down in Missouri. They're phenomenal. The one that melted my, my waders. Well, <laughs> it did yours. But then uh, our buddy John was out there hunting with Drew and I. And all of a sudden, we're like, do you guys smell that? I'm like, something is on fire. And we look over, and and John has the new Drake Equators, brand new. Oh, no. And they're they're literally on fire on oh, his leg. Oh, nifty. And he burnt a hole, like, the size of a sunflower. <laughs> wow. Like, right on the side. And he's, like, padding it out. And, of course, they're waiters. I mean, it's, like, gummy. and Oh, like, oh yeah. that's yeah. not good. Brand now new. it's on your hands. Yep. Yeah. It is pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Well, just, just, <laughs> so you, just, just so you see that 100-pounder is going in my next year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. i got to redo my my yeah. hunting shack because I don't And guess what? He that. wants to build his, like, mine. Well, he's, right now he's got a mouse motel. <laughs> <laughs> I was fighting it looks cool today. from the outside, though. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, I can't that, believe I can't. Did you fix the supports on it? No, oh, but, it's still. No. <laughs> he goes a little bit. He goes a little bit, and it was the least confident little bit I've ever seen. Really? And I hear no coming from. You mom. don't hunt in Kevin's cabin without yeah. uh, praying first. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no funny business is going on in there. No, that thing is coming no, down. that cabin will never. He made we, He pulls up to it, and I'm like, man, this hill must be like real steep. I feel like there's an optical illusion yeah, going on. Yeah. He's like. Oh no, it's definitely no, leaning. No. It was and fine like, until that tree fell on it. Yeah, it, I mean, <laughs> those left supports are if they're supposed Ooh. to be at ninety degrees, they're yeah. probably at like seventy degrees. Yeah. I mean, they're de- they're yeah, definitely they're still strong. Yeah, yeah. Have, you, need, strong. you need you need to yeah. get Depends a picture on what of side that. Maybe I'll throw on. that as the uh, podcast art for yeah, this. Yeah. Every once in a while, when I'm in the woods, all of a sudden you'll hear this tree crack and go down. When that thing goes down, <laughs> it's gonna crack. And all you hear is life yeah. insurance. Yeah. 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 No sudden moves is usually the sign that he puts up. Yeah, no sudden moves. <laughs> yeah. He only shoots out it. one side so that it actually rocks it back yeah. more upright. Yeah. I've actually shot more deer out the side you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> sort of over the water, but over the cameras. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the day where the big buck like walks right underneath mm-hmm. the sand and he's like for some reason it's gun jams and he just shifts real hard and just deadfall traps <laughs> yeah. that thing. Yeah, right it to the bottom. Hey, Speaking of big out. bucks, we uh, we went out to go shoot the gun today, and as soon as we get out there, 
I mean, I think you came to a stop actually. Well, for a short side time. By side. And I'll, I, you know, like as she turned, I thought I caught, caught like a glimpse inside the woods of just the front of the chest, you know, and then the face and the rack just looking at me. And I remember second guessing myself, like, no way I just saw what I just saw. And so I turn around and I look and sure enough, I see him move his head and look back down into the valley. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that thing is huge. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I'm like, Rana, Rana, there's a massive buck, big buck, big buck. And, you know, and I don't think I've ever seen you move so fast. Maybe <laughs> she, she, like half her body was hanging out the window. Yeah. She She's wasn't like, even but paying I don't attention. even have my heater. <laughs> 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 the tacos aren't done. Someday, you guys, yeah. you young ones here, boy, yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll get it. Yeah, we've seen, we've seen quite a few deer today. Yeah. I don't know. I would say probably what? At, uh, would over say, a dozen. Oh, bit. well over. Yeah. I think there's almost a dozen running under your stand. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't see them all, but the ones I could see were all those. You know, and that's the cool part. When we go over to the Myron farm and uh, see how they're doing things over there, and they've got it figured out. They know exactly where those deer are hanging out. They know exactly where to put their stands. And... uh We've been hunting on uh, over in Cull Valley for as many years as we have, and um, we've got it figured out. Mm-hmm. Kinda, you know, it's yeah. not. I feel like we got it pretty figured out. Well, yeah, I to think a it's... point, but every once in a while, and then when they clear cut that, mm-hmm. that kind of changed well, everybody's I feel game like plan. Anytime, anytime land around it switches hands, yeah. changes hands, the deer movement changes because sure. the other. The neighbors are changing up where they're sitting, right. if they're driving, if they're doing clear cuts or food plots, and so yep. that's going to naturally change it. But, yep. I mean, there was a long time where everybody seemed to know right where to be, right. and then it kind of yep. changed a little bit. And it's funny because the far north side of the property was the hot spot for a while. Yeah. And then when they did that clear cut, I thought it would kind of take a year off, and then it would come back to being the hot spot. And but it, it just never, never has. I mean, what, 12 years ago, probably? And it's just become more of a natural fence now. It's, yeah. it's, it's just, just so a twisted gnarled. We were up there again today putting up my blind and checking uh, where Sam's going to sit, which is his mom's. Mom's not going. And uh, she hurt her ankle, so she's not able to join us. And uh, so Sam's going to sit in her stand. But coming down the hill after putting up my blind, and that's all... Just a twisted, gnarly mess. And I remember even trees. said that on the way through, and I said, look at that. Crane a lot of this never changing, never going to change. I said, we used to be able to look right up, and that was all clear oh, yes. all the way to the top of you the hill. You can see them coming from the neighbor's property for 100 it's, yards yeah, through the woods. Yeah, it might as well be a briar thicket for all, you know. Yeah. We're talking down, down in the swamp area there? No, no, no not, not, down, not down there in Kevin's stomping grounds. That's... Uh, <laughs> I figure I might as well bring it up so we can get it out of the way. Okay. So there's a little story that we had, <laughs> and every time I start telling it, uh, it makes me kind of lose control because I, I can't stop <laughs> laughing. There, but it was a, a you-had-to-be-there kind of moment. We were down on the bottom. Sam was uh, going to be hunting with us, but he was, I don't remember if you were down in Missouri at that time, and we were putting up that ladder stand for you. Yep. And uh, so... Me and Billy, before me and your mom and, and Rhonda and Kevin came out there and we put that stand up. And, uh, well, I knew it was real soft down through the bottom in there, so I didn't, 
and not thinking, you know, I just figured we'd all, and Rhonda knew, your mom knew, so. Kevin we, didn't know. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> I forgot to bring the four-wheel drive there. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin didn't know, and so we walked through the bottom, and we all kind of took the high ground through there, yeah. but not old Kev, boy. He had the swamp <laughs> boots on, and he was going to barrel right through that crap. Oh, and he stepped over this log and after he stepped into the log he starts going down bad you know his his he's he's up to almost his shins and rather than just step back off and out in secure land you know on the other side of the log nope he just i'll try another step <laughs> he just it was like a dozen steps and there was rooster tails coming out behind him and finally he gets flying in he's front got, of me. I remember that. and i'm i'm coming around him on his right and he finally gets through all of that and he he winds up he's looking at me he's he's breathing real heavy he's got the fear like he just saw jesus and and all i said was as i walked past him i went you're right. <laughs> That's what he says. Then he's laughing the whole time we go to lunch, and this is like an hour long drive to go have lunch. He's laughing the whole time. Oh. We're gonna have a conversation with him. <laughs> to the point I thought I was gonna go blind. It was just I was laughing so hard I couldn't. I could hardly breathe. That swamp is no joke. Oh, I mean, no. there's a couple paths through there. It's like a. It's like the labyrinth. You can go through, and. Uh, there's just certain steps that you know to avoid after going through it several sure, times because sure. those little river cutouts, I mean, it's like tiny little creek cutouts, and it'll drop two or three yep. feet in in the, in a matter of an inch, and you might not see it because the grass is kind of laid over it some, in some uh, spots. That would have been good to know a few years ago. Oh, yeah. well, well, and there's you should have called me. I would have told you. There's, a, sure. reason, there's a reason why we rigged up that deer carrying pole yeah. so we didn't have to go through that swamp so yeah. just saying <laughs> well, that worked back right. to that story it's, it's, well, you know, it's crazy though like kevin you and i were talking about this earlier um even the property that you hunt it's 100 acres the property where we all hunt is like 40 acres yeah and it feels like the 40 acres feels like 120 yeah because of the terrain you can be 70 yards from somebody else just on the other side of the knob you don't hear them. You don't see them. You yeah. might not see any of the same deer that they do. And so you can, I mean, we've had as many as 10 people out in those woods on 40 acres. Yeah. And you can hunt it comfortably. And, 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 and only be able to see be, one person. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. I, you know, I, I, we were talking about the ridges and the valleys and everything. And, and I think that also benefits the deer because mm -hmm. they feel more comfortable. Absolutely. They got a lot more cover areas they can get into quick. Um, you know, we... We have uh, two main valleys that go up from the farmhouse, I'll say. And off of those, there's multiple little valleys and ridges off of that. So, I mean, it's it's like fingers coming off everywhere. And, yeah. and it, it, it makes it nice for hunters to be safe. I think that's, you know, the number one thing because you're not on top of each other. Even though you're, you're within shouting distance, you can't really hear anybody when yeah. you're shouting at them because they're just over that ridge. Yeah. So it, I think it benefits both the hunters and the deer population. Oh, yeah. You know, for us, coming from the east east side of the state, uh, you'll call us flatlanders because we don't have the hills and ridges no. like they do here. And yeah. You can see for and miles. And so for us, you know, not used to walking these, and when we do come over here just for... Oh, uh, just a few days or several days of deer hunting and uh i'm so stiff and sore by the time we get out of here but the thing i think that it, from the beginning even till now all these years that we've been hunting here 
you know, back home, if you shot with a gun, the deer were like looking around and taking off and headed for the next county. Here, they just stand there looking around, kind of. Anybody know where that come from? And <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're just standing there looking confused. And yeah. uh, you don't see that a lot back at home. It's just different kind of hunting here. Well, well in there too, you know, somebody down by us shoots. Yeah. You don't actually know where yeah. that came from. It's so hard to tell. Because all the echoes and everything. Yeah. So I think it's yeah. a little confusing for yeah. the deer as well. Yeah. There yeah. have been plenty of times where we've been out in the woods. <clears> and, I mean, some some... Uh, tree stands have service in them. Some of them don't, mm-hmm. yeah. so it might take a little while. But I'll hear a shot, and I'll be like, "Hey, Billy, is that you?" Yeah, and that she's was like, "No, that's Mark." And he's like, "Nine degrees <laughs> in a different direction, <laughs> and three times as yeah. far away." Yeah, and I'm like, "Wow, I would have swore that was her." That was me that one year with that uh, 2010 when I got that the big nine pointer. Oh yeah, and uh, she as soon as I sh- uh, I didn't shoot though. She as soon as the neighbors had. And it was close, close to me. Yeah. And then it was in five minutes, and all of a sudden, here come Big Bull, uh, Bullwinkle, you know, and he's just uh, tripping through. And they hadn't even touched him. He was fine, you yeah. know, wasn't bleeding or anything. And uh, But Billy texted me and said, uh, are you doing the shooting? And I texted her back right away and said, no. And no sooner I got no sent to her, and all of a sudden, they are coming up behind me, and I turned around and looked, and I was like, holy crap, it's a big one. <laughs> and I just stood up and got ready with him and grabbed the rifle. And then I then I did shoot, and it wasn't too long after that. He ran across the road after I shot him. He ran down, big blood swat across the center line, and uh, he ran into the swamp down there. And I it wasn't 10 minutes after I had told her no. Yeah. I'm standing over this big nine-pointer, and I called her, and I said... Honey, you're not going to believe this, but I'm standing over, and I just started bawling, and I said, because I was just so blessed. And well, is that is yeah. that the same one when I was sitting down there? Like, I had never sought, sat over the swamp before, and I was sitting there, and I heard gunshots, yeah. and I was like, I, I'm pretty sure that was Mark, and yeah. then I heard your shot, and yeah. I was like, no, that was definitely Mark, yeah. and then I just hear, yeah, coming through, right and off I'm through them ready, saplings, yeah. and all I see is white tips, yeah. And I'm just getting, I mean, I'm shaking. Yeah. I'm like, I'm about to smoke a monster. And then I see those white tips go horizontal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm. that's the one he shot. Oh, and she got so mad at me, too, because I told, <laughs> I told her that I didn't shoot. You know? Well, I hadn't, you yeah. know, at that time. But when I finally did shoot, and then I'm calling her and telling her that, honey, I'm standing over the biggest buck I've ever seen, ever shot, you know, ever seen. And I just started losing it. And she goes, what kind of game are you trying to play? <laughs> like, I can see her saying that. Yeah. Uh-huh. What are you I trying to play? I thought she said it wasn't you. Yeah, well, at that time it hadn't been. <laughs> but it is. It's so hard to tell. One thing I've learned, well, it's kind of changed a little bit now, but in the past years, if the neighbors were shooting, stand up or get oh, ready, or at least put your gun in your yeah. lap because yeah. you, you something could be coming. Oh, yeah. um, that's kind of changed a little bit. Now up on the sliver where I have hunted for so long, it's 11 acres, I think it is, in that sliver. That's changed. Now they mm-hmm. put that house up there, and I'm I'm a ways away from that house. I'll bet you I'm probably 200, 300 yards from that house. But still, I've noticed that the deer movement up there is a lot different than it used to be when uh, I kind of stole that from you. <laughs> yeah. R- Rhonda used to sit up there. I used there. to sit up there, and then yeah. I moved See, a couple the, miles away. That's the only reason <laughs> yeah. I ever got to sit on the sliver is because you took it over. If she was still there, she was <laughs> No, not going to happen. No. Didn't you get two deer Stay one year? Side of the road. 
Well, I actually got, got I got three deer shot. with one shot. So yeah, that's just <laughs> yeah. a weird story. But so why yeah. did I let you start hunting? Over yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Do you remember the first year we hunted up here in Call Valley though that it had snowed so bad? We probably had close to ten inches of snow. Remember that? I mean, it was just a winter wonderland. You couldn't hear you couldn't hear a mouse fart. It was just so quiet, so much snow. And trudging through all of that, I mean, you walked 50 yards and you're just wringing wet with sweat. And uh, I sat on that sliver. You were down where I now would always sit when that was because that was kind of your spot. And I was up now further up towards the Petersons up that way. You know what I'm talking about? Going towards more up the hill. And uh, both of us on the same side of County Trunk D there. And uh, I remember sitting there and, those, of course, the road being full of snow, just snow covered. And there was two deer that day, two does that crossed the road and got schmucked right there. And all of a sudden, I mean, you'd see the deer and all of a sudden you hear, you know, thump. <laughs> that one deer, it, they hit it so hard, they didn't even stop. They hit it so hard. That thing was like a toboggan, and I thought it was going to stroll right in the strum on its back. I remember coming up here one year. It, it was probably seven or eight years ago now, and we got here, and right at the base of the hill that you hunt on the sliver, there were three deer just yeah. dead in the ditch. Yeah. And I was like, yep, yeah, that makes sense. They're still yeah. using this trail right here. Yeah, That was one of my favorite things, sitting in, on the sliver. Is my was my first couple of years I sat with you, and I would say one of my most favorite things out of that stand was being able to sit there and watch everybody drive by and see be able to look down into their truck, you know, and see all the big bucks that <coughs> they shot. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget that one year. I think it even happened twice, where you can hear the the cars coming down the hill on the highway. And all you hear is their horn just blaring, and right after you hear, boom, <laughs> and you're like, oh, they just hit one, you know. Yeah. But we never, we would never see. I feel like every time we heard that, we'd never saw a dead deer on the road. Yeah, and maybe they just picked it up. And well, the but. year that I sat there, sat up on that peak there, and was able to look down over the road, but you know, hunting into the woods, I remember hearing the clomp, clomp, clomp of the yeah. the, uh, the hooves on the road, mm-hmm. and I looked down and I. A vehicle came across and hit that doe and dropped her right at the bottom of where I was sitting. And uh, it happened to be the biggest deer we got that year. All it did was put the uh, bust in the shoulder and went right through the the heart. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was uh, we got a nice doe out of that one. Mm-hmm. And then Billy shot, and she shot her first buck that year. Mm-hmm. And she sent me a message saying, "I got a I got a deer," and I said, "So did I." And she's like, "Well, I never heard you shoot," and I said, "I didn't." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So I got what that kind of one. Game you're trying to play? Yeah, <laughs> and I said I didn't, and so anyway, so then uh, that year uh, the noon whistle went off in Strum, and a buck came through, and I shot him. And then in the afternoon, about two o'clock, I went across the road and still could see the road and everything. And sure enough, I didn't even get up into where I was going to sit across the road, <laughs> and this truck comes along and hits this deer, drops it right at the bottom of the hill where I was where I was hunting, and I'm like. So I ended up going out there and or going down there, and the guys are like, "No, we're not going to take it or whatever." And so we ended up, uh, I ended up checking that one out, and I didn't take that one because it was so badly um, injured. But yeah, yeah, it was an interesting year because I always said I I got three, three deer, deer and only shot. only shot once. So, so one of my favorite things to 
think about like my when I think about gun deer hunting is you know like I was saying before sitting in a stand having your nice cold brisk nose um you know and like opening up that first cup of you know on your thermos pouring your hot chocolate or your coffee warming your hands up and that one sip of whatever it is that you're drinking, and you can feel the warmth oh, yeah. just go down. through Almost go your, to your body. Toes. Yep. <laughs> and you know, yeah. and so it's stuff like that. And then you know, of course, what are those called? The uh, those birds rails? Is that what they're called? They make them weird sounds. I don't know. They like sit on the side of the tree, um, or like crows. Um, or the biggest one would be you hear all these gunshots. You're talking about crows. No, they're oh. tiny little bird. Oh, it's like a think. almost like a chickadee, but um, but yeah, and so like you hear all these gunshots all morning, all day, and then all of a sudden you finally find or see the one that you're mm-hmm. gonna take. And my biggest like excitement about it is not only shooting the deer itself and being able to harvest that animal, but being able to be that bang off in the distance for somebody uh-huh. else you know yeah so yeah it's almost like as soon as i pull that trigger it's like an excitement because it's like man I, i'm i'm a part of it now yeah. you know well and it's so interesting now because when we started many years ago mark that we didn't have our cell phones where we no. were texting each other and saying how's it looking out there yeah, yeah are you right. seeing anything we use radios whatever for a long time, now all of a sudden you have your phone on vibrate a little yeah. bit and all yeah. of a sudden you're like anxious to look at it to see what somebody has to say or yep. if they sent yeah. you a picture or yep. whatever's going on so it's a different time now you know the yeah. way that you communicate um when somebody gets a deer and yeah. stuff it's, see it's the worst r- the worst part about that though is being added into your guys's group text because <laughs> I'll be like I keep my phone like all the way in the base layer right like as close oh, to my yeah. body as oh, I can not me. and so I'll like hear I'll I, feel it vibrate and so I'm like digging for three minutes trying to get it out and I'm like oh they're talking about nothing oh yeah <laughs> Mark and oh. Kevin are just flirting again yeah <laughs> and I'll like put it back in and then all of a sudden well not that old chestnut again and for the next three yeah. hours, yeah. it's just them having a conversation between only them, and we're all involved in it. Yeah. And I'm I don't just remember like, this. All right, I'm done with this. <laughs> Mute the conversation. Well, if it took you three hours to be done with it, then oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> but there, there was time, to learn there was times, too, where the, the text messaging, even after it was dark and we were no longer hunting, it was like, I'll knock it off. We're not <laughs> we're not <laughs> Remove me. Yeah. You're keeping me awake. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. and some yeah. of the conversations are just so much fun out there. I mean, you can have a lot of fun with it, but yeah. You know, yeah. you, you mentioned earlier about, um, I, was, I think Sam might have said it. Somebody said something about, you know, your best odds of seeing a deer was when you had your arms up to your elbows on oh, another yeah. deer. You remember the parade oh, of bucks, me and you I, had I, that I year? That. I've told that story probably yeah. three times in the past yeah. week and a half. Yeah. yeah. I'll never forget that. I had never witnessed that. Well, I would always, I mean, since before I could hunt, I was sitting on a log next to you, me, you, and Aaron, and then it turned into me, you, and Sam. You're make me ball. Don't do it. Or man. Oh, yeah, I'm going to need to be. Man. We're, I remember. Soft. Yeah. Well, I remember, so in Wisconsin, 
I don't. Is it still this way? Like, if you're within earshot of someone, you can shoot a deer for them to tag. Yeah. Well, it, or, you, or can group yeah. Um, you can not group mine. Up. Just saying. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Even, well, I don't even know if you. Well, yeah. You have to be on the property within, together. But you can't. You use, have to be like, within You can't, can't use shot. electronic. Yeah. You can't use electronic yeah. communication. Gotta be yeah. within talking distance. Yeah. 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 And so, I mean, the forty acres. Like, if you shout loud enough, you'll be able to hear it, right? right. And so, for years, it would be like, oh yeah, I had two bucks come through. I shot both of them. You know. You're going to tag this one. I'm going to tag this one, whatever. And I remember I got up opening morning and I told you and dad, do not shoot my deer. I mean, I was adamant. I was like, do not shoot my deer. I am out here. I'm hunting. I'm not going to go sit there just to find out that you shot it. And now I have to gut it and drag it. And I hear Mark shoot twice. And I was like, huh. And I look down I see orange at the road. And I was like, oh, yes, I'm going to go help Mark gut and, and drag his deer out. And I get over there, and I'm like, hey, what'd you shoot? I got a buck and a doe. Oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> super pumped. We walked down the road. That was probably that five-pointer. That was the At that time, that was the biggest buck I think I'd ever shot. Oh, yeah. I a mean, lot of people would have passed him up, but you know what? I, oh, no. I, I don't pass deer up. <laughs> <laughs> I consider it. I had one year where a small deer came in, and it kept coming in. And I finally was like, you know, I all but wanted to holler, get out of here. Mm-hmm. But then it just kept coming back and kept coming back. And finally, I, I just kind of closed my eyes and I bowed my head. And I said, Lord, if it comes back again, I'm going to take that as a sign <laughs> that you want me to have this deer. And it came back again. <laughs> that was the deer I yeah. threw over my and shoulders I, and walked to the truck. And I took it home. Now, you didn't have to add that part. So... No, we I we got into the woods and we're gutting out. We had the conversation. We're gonna gut and drag the doe out first, so that the buck's not sitting there for someone to grab on the side of the road. So we gut the doe, drag it out, throw it on the hitch hauler. We get back in and we're starting to gut the buck. And at this point, my gun is probably five yards from us, leaning against a tree. And I look, and here comes this doe. I completely unloaded. I was done. Yeah. Yeah, and I I was like. Mark, there's a deer right there. And he goes, no, there's not, because we're talking this loud. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not joking, there's a deer. And he goes, oh, my gosh, there's a deer right there. (laughs) He's like, grab your gun. (laughs) Like, what are you doing (laughs) telling me there's a deer? You should be pointing at it. And uh, Don't think, just do. (laughs) Yeah, I go over and I grab my gun, and I notice movement behind it. And here comes this little fork, and then more movement behind that one, and it's a six-point, and more movement behind that one, and it's an eight-point. And so I'm like... Oh, man, like, I'm going to shoot this thing. I pull up, boom, drop it where it stands, and then all of a sudden here comes a bigger eight point and then a big ten point. Mm. And that big ten point walks over and stands over the deer that I just shot and sniffs it. And I'm shaking. I mean, like, shaking violently, going, Mark, I want to shoot it. I want (laughs) to shoot it. I want to shoot it. And he goes, oh, shoot it. Somebody will probably tag it. And right then I'm like, Mom, Dad, don't shoot my deer. I'm shooting it. And I'm like, oh, dang it. Why am I such a jerk? And uh, we get back. And Mark's like, tell him the story. Tell him the story. So I tell him the whole story. And both of you looked at me and said, why didn't you shoot it? I would have tagged it. Oh, my gosh. I was sick to my stomach. I think I remember even seeing something along the lines of, well, he's, what, Mark, what do we do? What do we do? And he yeah. said, well, how mad's your mom going to be if you shoot her? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and we lost our oldest son today. Yeah. <laughs> Newsflash. Lost the son but gained another rat. 
<laughs> yeah. Mm. I'll be right back. Well, I remember taking Mark hunting one year when he couldn't get around very well. Yeah. I. Uh, 2019 was a real hard year for me. I'm not going to get through this. There you are. <clears throat> I, uh, I went out with my wife uh, back home. Uh, we don't gun hunt there. We just bull hunt there. And uh, we, uh, we're tree stand sitters. And although I had uh, kind of gotten into the ground blinds by then, and, uh, but uh, we, it was the weekend before gun season, and me and uh, Billy thought, well, before we leave, let's remove everything. We use our safety harnesses. We even have the lifeline. And, uh, that we use them religiously. Yeah. And I can't express that enough for any of you. Please, please. If you think that you're tough, you think that you're going to be all right without it. You don't God. realize how high you are until you start falling down. So, and I, I'm dragging this out, and I apologize. Um, I wound up going up. Billy, we we had three tree stands, and uh, Billy had gone up, and she took care of My wife took care of the first stand, and then I, uh, she we had cameras as well. Well, we got to the second tree stand, and it was my wife's. Uh, it was her first stand, so it wasn't real high, about 10 foot tall, uh, and it wasn't real high. But anyway, uh, she went over, took care of the camera, and I thought, well, I'll just get all the safety stuff, like the tree belt, uh, the gear hanger, um, the lifeline that goes from the you know bottom of the tree up to the stand. And uh, so I thought, well, I'll get all of that stuff out of the tree while well, I took all that. So I didn't wear a harness because I didn't think I needed one because it wasn't going to be up in there. I was just, and I was taking all the safety equipment down. So what was I going to strap myself to? So anyway, I wound up, uh, I got everything down. And the last thing I realized, I looked back up and doggone it, I left the tree hanger, the, the gear hanger, uh, the, the bow hanger, the easy hanger, I guess they call them. Um, I left it up there, screwed into the tree. So I, uh, I got all darn, one more, one more trip up the ladder. And uh, I'm hanging on, I'm standing on the ladder, I'm hanging on to the tree, wrap my arm around it, and I'm starting to unscrew the thing, but there's two parts that have to get screwed in, and I thought, you know, this would go a lot easier and a lot simpler if I would just stand on the platform and uh, use both my hands to get it down. And uh, I stepped one step onto the platform, and I had uh, it had snowed there and, and then warmed up. And it, so it was uh, muddy, still a little snowy in the woods. And, uh, of course, boots were muddy, wet, and snowy. And I stepped one step onto the metal platform, and uh, my foot's completely skidded right across it. I tried to catch myself. My other foot was still on the ladder. And I tried to catch myself <clears throat> and uh, rock back on my left foot which was still on the ladder and well of course because again muddy wet snowy boots my foot slept off that rung and one last ditch effort as i started to fall backwards was uh i i tried to grab the, uh, the top rung with my right hand took a big chunk out of my finger and, and uh, was unsuccessful at grabbing that rung and i fell uh the 10 feet i started to roll a little bit to my right side and I lawn darted because I'm a fat guy. And I uh, feet were above my head. And uh, 
I hit the ground so hard, thank God that it had warmed up because if it had been the week before, we'd had a real hard frost and a real hard freeze and the ground was hard at that time. But it had thawed out a little bit and I, when I hit the ground, my elbow, when I hit the ground, uh, wound up going, uh, sank about a foot into the mud. And uh, I missed a tree stump, uh, which would have been shoulder head level. Uh, uh, I'm, as I fell, about eight, nine inches from where I fell I was a tree stump. Doctor at the ER, I, I did walk out of the woods under my own par, power, but only by the grace of God I'm still here. But uh, it's been an awakening for me, a uh, huge wake-up call. And I have... Uh, sorry. You ended up getting a deer that year, though. Yeah. I can I wonder, tell you that'll be a that'll be a phone call that I'll never forget. Hmm. I was supposed to go with them that morning, and uh, never got a phone call or nothing, so I just slept in. And all of a sudden, before I know it, I'm getting dressed in the morning, and I get a phone call from my mom, thinking that she's going to be like, "Hey, you know, we're about to head out there," and that was not the case. It was a, "I need you out here right now." Dad just fell out of stand, and I was able to. I don't know what would you say. I said we used to. 15-minute drive. Yeah, well, if you do the, well, 15, 20, if you do the yeah. speed limit. And I was able to get completely dressed, get to the truck, and make it to the field, to the woods, in about six minutes. And then, I mean, that was the <coughs> longest six minutes of my life, I thought for sure. I mean, I, first thing that was coming to my mind is, how am I going to get him out of that woods? Or how am I going to explain to an ambulance on where we are in a woods? You yeah, know? it's tough. So we were very lucky that he was able to walk out of that one. But I would say moral of the story is wear your harness. Wear some type of safety belt. You never know what's going to happen. And all it takes is once to change your life forever. Yep. I was very, very lucky. Um, Dr. Evans at the ER even said that, uh, which really made me kind of look at him funny. I was taken back by his comment. He said, well, you must have had a whole team of angels around you that, uh, that wouldn't you fell. And, uh, yeah, it's something I'll never forget. Um, this fat man is never going to climb a tree again. I, I've learned my lesson, and I stay in a blind now. But but yet still out of that, we uh, we wound up uh, coming over here. I had uh, wound up, it took me almost a week, and I blew up my knee, and I wound up eventually needing knee surgery. But uh, Kevin was good enough, and that's where he he was ta what he was talking about. And I guess I kind of went off on a little tangent there. But uh, Kevin was good enough to throw me in the uh, mule, and and I was still able to get me a deer. Drive through the it was zoo. the best. Drive, drive it was the, the it was the best hunt I think I'd ever <laughs> ever been. On. So it's soft, soft. Yeah. You want to talk soft? Everybody's getting soft. So he couldn't he, he couldn't get around at all. So. I throw him in my dad's mule with me, and we're driving around the farm and going along, and it, it was snow on the ground. And we were probably doing, I don't know, 15 miles an hour, driving along the edge of this woods, sort of heading towards my stand. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, I'm like, oh, stop. I think there was deer there. And no kidding, what were they, 80, mm. 80 yards probably into the woods? Yeah. Two, two decent doe were bedded down, and... So, I mean, talk about comical. Mark's got a 
get his butt I, out of the mule. I was using gotta a grab cane his at cane. Time, yeah. He's he's holding the mule into the cane, and he's he, he gets his <laughs> way around the other side of the mule. It was, I have to hand him his gun, sort of steady him. I wish you could see the hand gestures right now. <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was amazing. It'd be but, sound language. But he it. he shot awesome shot shot deer laid right there. Didn't move. Deer never got up. No. <laughs> so sat, she sat there laying in her, and I always like to put like a human voice to deer when I'm hunting them. <laughs> and I imagined that she was like, because she wasn't alone. And if she could talk, she probably was going, what's that guy doing over there? <laughs> hey, is that a gun? <laughs> hey, take it easy, pal. <laughs> He's aiming at me. <laughs> so... We, I think that's your that's your like Instagram calling is just voiceover of oh, hunting videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we uh, we called, get, get hey, what'd you say to me? <laughs> yeah. What's your name? Meh. Yeah, me at meh. So so anyway, we get get him loaded back up, go up up the ridge, get up to about where the deer were, and and literally I'm able to pull within what. 20 feet of where this yeah. deer's land. And as we're walking... Kevin just, just yells, little, hey, need a ride? Yeah. Fuck <laughs> it up. So as we're walking towards the deer, the other one finally gets up yeah. and takes off. And I'm like, well, I should well, have Well, the other one ready. died oh. right there, and I think the other one thought, oh, everything's fine here. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, you don't care yeah. about what's yeah. going on. Oh, she's not worried. I won't be either. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sarah, they're getting a little closer. <laughs> They're headed this way, dear. <laughs> All right, you lead the way. I said lead the way. <laughs> what are you sleeping? <laughs> yeah. But it was pretty. It was it was fun. We drive along, see the deer. Mark got to shoot a deer, and and we uh, got it gutted out and headed back. I didn't get to gut that one out, did I? Mm-mm. Darn. Well, no. That's one thing listeners should know. <laughs> Your mom, she loves gutting deer. She yeah. is a sick individual. <laughs> you, you the no, it's no, fun. I, I Listen, really do when it's it's because a cold the guys out, get sick. When it's a cold day out, I mean, I grew up doing it with you because you just you gutted everybody's deer out, and so uh, it never affected me at all. And even now, when when we're gutting, like down in Missouri, everybody goes the gutless method on them, right. and so it's like. Or they call it the gutless method. You just take it all out at, mm-hmm. in one clean pull. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, just don't puncture the gut sack. Don't puncture this. And I'm like, man, there's not a part of the deer that smells bad to me because it all brings back memories of sure. like oh, some of my favorite times out in the woods. Yeah. You know, I've been hunting for probably, well, I've been able to shoot for this would be. 14 years now, 15 years. And I'm pretty sure to this day, I have still gutted more of your dad's deer than I have of my own. Oh, absolutely. Shockers. And oh, I, I, mean, I remember, I'd do the same thing you do. Norma, are you wanting me to gut this deer? Well, I mean, if you want to, you can. I mean, I yeah, know, sure. It was more along the lines of I'd go over and I'd go, hey, did you shoot? Again, this is before the cell, cell phones. I, hey, did you shoot? Yep, yep. Uh, laying right over there. I'm like, oh, it's sweet. And he goes, yeah. You want to go see how many points it has? <laughs> and I'd go, Hey, while you're there, you yeah. might as well gut it. And I'd go, oh, sure. You don't know yet? Yeah, I'll go tell you. So I was all excited because I got to see it first. So I'd get over there and I'd go, oh, it's got this many points. He's like, oh, that's awesome. Sweet. So you want to gut it? <laughs> and I'm like, 
yeah, sure. You know, I don't know how I fell into that one every time. The, I mean, it was never a chore if it was really cold out because yeah. there's oh, nothing oh, like yeah. getting your hands warm, in there warm. and nice and yeah. warm. Yeah. At least until you were done. You know? <laughs> and then yeah. you're done. And, and then when like, you're washing oh, your hands off oh, in the snow, bad. then yeah. it's... And then you're yeah. having to chip at yeah. your water bottle just to get yeah. like yeah. the not frozen stuff yeah. Yeah. to wash remember, your hands off. I remember the first time around I got a deer down by the farm where we hunt. And I mean, she's she's in there. She gets up in there, cuts you know everything she can out of it, and she got done with the private parts of this buck one time. And there's like five guys standing around, and all of a sudden she starts whipping that knife around, cutting this and that, and the guys are like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> I just imagine Kevin turning into like Alfalfa or whoever it was on Little Rascals. What a woman! <laughs> <laughs> they were a little nervous. Some of them were. Yeah. Some of them had to turn too. away and couldn't watch. That's that's the toughest part of watching any gutting job is yeah. when those things come off. I'm like, yeah. <gasps> my voice goes up an octave every time. And you never argue real yeah a lot with a no, woman that can no. cut open a deer like nope. that. <laughs> uh, yes, ma'am. I didn't say anything. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah, I remember just like what you guys were saying about how you shot that deer and the other one just stood there. Last year, uh, it was the second day of, of the weekend, on opening weekend, and I had uh, I had three doe come through, <laughs> and I really debated it, and I was like, you know what? I prayed this morning, asked them to bring me a nice big doe, and there's one standing about 15 yards in front of me, so I took the shot, and she only ran about 10 yards, and she died. The other two followed. And they didn't leave. So I ended up sitting there for probably a good 45 minutes. Now, last year I had my brother out there, and he was hunting with his crossbow. So I get down, and I'm hoping <laughs> that I can wrap around these oh, deer God. and push these deer right to him, you know, because he's been seeing deer left and right, just can't get them close enough. And so I'm like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. So I texted him, and I was like, get ready. I'm going to scare these deer to you. I walked within about 15 feet from this deer, and it would not leave. I've got videos to prove it, and I'm like, I called him up. I said, you're never going to believe this, but before I explain anything, I need you to get out of your stand and get over here right now. <laughs> and he goes, why? What's going on? I said, there's a live deer that's not shot standing 15 feet from me, and it, I'm walking right at it. It will not leave. And so he's like, all right, be there in a couple minutes. <laughs> so he's – I'm – Finally, now I froze. Now I'm like, okay, deer's kind of in between us. Um, I'll let him get close enough for a shot. He got about 50, 60 yards away, and that's when the deer decided to take off running. Yeah. And it ran all the way around him it's and right underneath his stand. <laughs> he was so mad. After that long After walk. After that long walk. Could have just like, stayed yeah, home. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can go. Yeah, I remember the year around he got that. Nice twelve point with a drop time. She's she's hunting actually in a different spot than you are now. You were you were closer to me on a different. I was on the side hill. Side hill, because mm -hmm. I uh, had to have that knee surgery, so that's I was in the ground blind. So that so she didn't have it all set up real nice. She still had a heater and everything, no, but no, you know. I didn't. Not in that one. Really? Mm -hmm. 
So anyway, so we're sitting there. Roller coaster um, drops her off. And, and now, granted, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the mule. Oh, wow. So there's there's a lot of difference between the way she hunts and the way I hunt. I I enjoy the camaraderie. I hunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoy the camaraderie. Remember the knife. Remember <laughs> the knife. Yeah. Um, but and I give her credit for that. But I'm not one to sit out all day like she does. I like to go Ever. play some cards, have breakfast, do whatever. <laughs> But I'm always trying to help her get a deer, regardless. Yeah. And so I'm he's standing on a porch, going here, deer, deer, deer. So what he does is he goes back to the barn and lets a couple out of the cage, <laughs> yeah. and then shoes yeah. them her way. Kevin is the whole reason Rhonda has cards in her cribbage board. Yeah. <laughs> hey, are those tacos ready yet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's, the, where's the caramel apples? So anyway, so I'll a lot of times walk around the woods, sort of trying to chase stuff to her. And I'm walking over by my parents, and I'll lay out of the land as I'm probably a half a mile away from where you are at this point, starting to walk into the north part of the woods, walk south over some of the ridges through the valleys to try to get something her way. I know more, and I, and I text her, I said, I'm walking through. I get this text message, stop. And I'm thinking, okay. So I'm literally stopped in mid-step. <laughs> Like, what's going on? Big deer, big deer. So I'm like, okay, did she move? Is she up on the ridge here? What's going on? And I'm sitting there for the longest time. All of a sudden, I hear bang. She goes, big buck down, big buck. So I'm like, okay, can I move now or what? You know? <laughs> so finally, She does that every year to him, and he, she just goes, stop. Yeah, and he see, stands yeah. there, yeah. and then seven hours later, one yeah, shooting yeah, is yeah, over, yeah. she's like, okay, you can get this yeah. out. Now you know once it gets dark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stop, and he's still like, oh, <laughs> But, you know, it's just, she was out there. She she gets a lot of the bigger deer down by where we hunt because well, she's out there all day. Kevin, you ain't going to find him in the kitchen, buddy. I'm telling you. <laughs> but I would say that I would honestly say that dedication. I would, yeah, I would say that dedication for for you would be the, one of the biggest reasons of why you kill them. And because, patience. Well, yeah, I mean, patience is right. And I mean, the smell of caramel apples. Yeah, <laughs> that brings them I mean, in like you wouldn't believe. Everybody, everybody down at the farm is kind of the same way as you are. You know, like they're more about the camaraderie of it. They're more about. Um, the family getting together, the friends that they don't really get to see at all, except for maybe that one time at that you know that year. Certain and so it doesn't take long for somebody to hear the, the the breakfast bell or the dinner bell, and everybody's like, "Yep," and I'm gone, and they've mm-hmm. been sleeping for the last three hours in the stand, you know. <laughs> and so they come down. So with everybody walking in and walking out, and and you know, you just going for a walk, or or your dad going for a walk. I mean, there's there's movement around there, pushing yeah. some deer around. Well, and, and and that's pretty common down there. People supposedly go out before daylight, and they go out earlier in the day, you know, 6.30 or so. And then by 8.30, they're coming in. Well, they're moving the deer around. Right. And, and it works out perfect for her because they're kicking deer like going, going out of the woods. in the woods that yep. doesn't have somebody moving around. Well, Some of my favorite drives are during the Packer game or Badger game, you know, looking out the window. Hey, anybody see anything? No? Okay. Do a drive. <laughs> but, but you asked my mom, I mean, the location. Hey, there's deer out there. Hold my beer. Watch this. <laughs> but, you know, my mom always jokes every day or every year. She says, somebody should just sit out here, you know, b- the the, beneath the deck here. Because, I mean. And every year there's deer that come right there, right? I mean, right by the pond. Last year, Jess got that one right on the pond there. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, yeah, I get her 
commitment to being out there all day. <clears throat> I, I get like, my commitment to having fun with family. Doing stuff. But, it's a, oh yeah. You know, I say this all the time, and I I think I say it probably every year that deer hunting is different for every person. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Some people it's about the camaraderie, hanging out with family, friends, yeah. doing whatever. It has nothing earlier. to do with actually hunting. Yeah. Other people, I like to be out in the woods. I loved waking up or watching nature wake up in the morning. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Right. I'm working on writing a kids book about that yeah. because I just think it's the coolest thing that all of a sudden yeah. you the mice start scurrying through the leaves and then the squirrels wake up and they start chattering mm-hmm. and the woodpeckers and and it's always in a sequence it's yeah. always mm-hmm. the same way and it, I just I love that part of deer hunting and so for everybody it's something different it means something different I mean this here is all part of our Hunting yeah. tradition. Yeah. I'll never you know, forget. And that. so I, I say that all the time, you know, and people give me a hard time because I like to go sit out in the woods and stuff. I give Kevin a hard time because he doesn't, you know. So it, I mean, but that's what he likes to do. It's all but always been about tradition and family and, yeah. and the deer camp for you. And for me, I've just loved being out in nature and, and hanging out with. Well, Nobody you do have five kids, it. so it was yeah. like, oh, gosh, I can't wait for your season. I don't have to hear uh, anything uh, or see uh, anybody. Oh, they're staying home. I'm going to be in the woods. I remember I was sitting in my stand one year, and it was right across from where Billy's stand is now. Um, but it was one of the first years I was bow hunting. And same thing. I've always loved just sitting out in the woods, like hearing all the different animals, seeing the different things. And I remember I was sitting in the stand, and it was like a totally calm day, but it was really cold out. And I would breathe out, and you could see all of the little individual, like, Mm -hmm. uh, moisture particles Mm -hmm. in the air. And after about an literally an hour of me, like, (sighs) doing that (laughs) and looking at it close range, (laughs) I'm like... If someone has been watching me this time, they would think there is something seriously wrong with me. Because I'm looking at them a foot in front of my face. So I'm definitely cross-eyed and just going (sighs) over and over and over. The strange games you play while you're deer hunting. Well, last year, Sam, my wife came out and uh, it was her first year hunting. And we sat for probably like three or four hours in the morning. And then we had to go pick the kids up because her grandparents were watching them. And we're sitting there, and we're probably an hour and a half or two hours in, and she just turns around to me, because she's in a stand that's a little bit lower than mine, and she turns around and she goes, is this really all you do out here? (laughs) And I go, what was that? And she's like, this, this is what you come out here to do all the time? And I'm like, this is it. And she's like yeah, I don't know if I care for this. <laughs> She's like, I thought I was going to shoot a deer already. Remember that time I went with your mom? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, you already had caramel apples and tacos by this point. We were done at 730 that morning. I mean, it was that quick that day, and I told her, it does not happen no, like this. No, that no, was no, the earliest no, I ever no. took my bucks. Well, so. that's like when we went uh, took Kevin on a duck hunt uh, a couple of several years ago, and it was, I've hunted ducks. And uh, you've mentioned that in some of your previous podcasts and and taken quite a few out. We took Kevin out. You were there, so was Sam. Mm -hmm. And it was a target-rich environment. And he's looking over at me like he's got the... He's (laughs) wide-eyed. His eyes are as big as saucers. He sounds like he's just a little kid. And he goes, this is freaking awesome! (laughs) (laughs) Never mind that, just shoot! (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, but... uh, the whole time we're shooting ducks, and I thought 
It's never been like this. <laughs> Where did these ducks come from? <laughs> I've never had a day like this. <laughs> I, I, and I remember because it was the first duck that was shot that morning, too. And it came right over me, you, and then my, my friend Peyton that was with us. I don't think, I think somebody else was on the hunt with you, because I've never duck hunted with Kevin. Well, oh, we yeah. went goose hunting. Yeah, no, it was, me, it was me, you, and Peyton. You we guys were over pond. on the other pond. We sat we in two sat different, different ponds. Pond. It was, was me that, and Kevin. And we, time I shot that we were out there. And, from underneath you. We sat oh, out there okay, and okay, practi- okay. practically we laid out there in Lazy Boys and... Yeah, because I remember Soft. pictures of, yeah. of us, and I think yeah. Tim Tim was along, and I think Charlie was along too one time. First, the first duck that was shot that morning was your duck, and I remember it flying over. And I've always been, and I've, I've I would say from a kid, I've always been good at being able to identify birds as I'm as not, they're on the fly. I can't and I, to the point that I would argue with my dad about it. And I remember this duck flying over us, and I hear it was either Dan or Peyton go duck duck duck, and I go. Nah, it's just a coot. And as I say that, it flies right over Kevin and, and my dad, and I hear bang, and it folds up. There's more and to that. I'll 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 share our part. <laughs> what did you get done? And all I hear is woo, and I go, <laughs> good job. It's a coot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he sees it, and he's hey, it's a duck. It's a duck. And I turn and I looked, and I knew it was a coot. And I said, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> He was hey, never so happy. Looks to eat. like a duck. Walks like a duck. Yeah. Talks like a duck. It's a duck, right? And I don't know if just tastes like a duck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember years ago when I first got in. I was just a kid, and I, a coot was the first thing I shot. And and I took that home and tried to clean it. And man, I thought I was gonna ralph. Yeah. I thought I was cleaning a cow turd. That thing <laughs> smelled so bad. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a actually that was a phenomenal hunt. We ended with what thirty, like almost thirty ducks that day. I think it was. And Kevin, he was hooked. And remember, we made him carry all the ducks. Out. <laughs> <laughs> we had well, it was we a had newbie, you know? two game haulers, and he had them around his neck. And he would just grin ear to ear, and we just said, "Here, you can carry him out." Then. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, that I think a, that was the last time I went. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. I ain't carrying all the birds up. out again. Well, we tried that one time. I came over here, but we just—I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't pan over. Well, well. No, all we did was sit out there and talk about everything. You guys just went to the Strum yeah. Strum Lake, and went down to my mom and dad's pond and looked at the duck thing. No, that was just just down from where you guys lived on I. Oh, Turks. And, uh, uh, Turks. Yeah. Yeah, I could be very wrong on Handsome. this, but I'm pretty sure it was right around that time that we started noticing a lot of flirting between them. Huh? Well, I think that was all probably... The, the all, f- the, all the flirt talking between That was guys. probably the first... It was cold. They right? definitely have a bromance. Oh, absolutely. A hardcore I've bromance. I've got video of them Wait. laying in a hotel bed together rubbing each other's <laughs> what backs. Is this to, what, what has this got to do with outdoors? <laughs> Listen, stuff? Just, we're yeah. editing, we're editing. We're talking, we're talking oh, about this deer is all This saying. is uh, rated R. <laughs> we're, we're talking uh, about deer for mature guys. <laughs> hey, we have a lot in common. So. Yeah. 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 Um, well, hey, it is getting, I mean, it's getting somewhat late. And Some of us have got, to get up and be in the woods before light. <laughs> Some of us have to start. We've got to put the taco meat in the crock pot. It's already ready. <laughs> yeah, it's she's, got her, she's got her little bowls with her lettuce and she her just, cheese. She and just orders shows. Uber Eats out there and yeah. they show up with it. She was telling oh, me, I no, I'd be upset with that. <laughs> she was telling me today, she goes, yeah, I literally, one year, I had a deer that literally walked right up to my blind. And I was not a fan of hunting up blinds at this time. 
until it poked its head in through my window. And I said, well, of course, your feeder was empty. <laughs> hey, that was, that hey was are you going to fill this thing back up? <laughs> that was the first year I hunted out of the blind. And I was not happy because I couldn't crawl in my tree stand because I had to have my knee replacement. I was not happy. And sure enough, that deer walked right by, stuck its head in the window. I was like, Man, that was awesome! <laughs> I just grabbed it by the neck and gave it a look. And shortly after that is when I shot my biggest deer ever, my twelve point drop tine. So yeah. I'm and ever like since then I'm a fan of a blind. <laughs> Depending on the the color, the ground, if it's snow. This or is my late spring deer blind. <laughs> this is my four seasons. I only have the one that you use currently. <laughs> Out of, the, out of the five of us sitting at this table, three of us are of the cripple crew. We uh, we all have a knee replacement. Yeah. And that is definitely... The bionic hunters. Oh, boy. That will change things for you guys. Just wait. I, that has changes turned a, my life lot. upside down. Not that I'm, you know, curled up under a blanket and sucking my thumb, but yet uh, uh, it, there's things that I miss. Oh, yeah, I love sitting in a tree. I still wish I could. But I have a huge fear now of falling. You, Dan stepped out for a little bit, so he's not going to, you're going to have to listen because I kind of shared my uh, fall. So. Oh, yeah. But uh, anyway. I had to go give my wife a shot in the butt. Nice. Every Whoa. every night she gets a shot in the butt cheek. Oh, so, uh, okay. that your, uh, she came out and pointed at her something. butt, and I got real excited, and then remembered that it's hey. a medical deal. So. Hang on a second, uh, la 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 la. I was gonna say you. Uh, it's a different kind you, of target you, practice. You know here way later than usual. <laughs> and that's why it's that getting quick. <laughs> and that's why it's getting late, folks. Yeah. yeah. Um, so before we wrap this up, what are you guys' expectations for tomorrow? Who? How many deer do you think we'll we will have down oh, man. by this time tomorrow? Well, tomorrow's supposed to be like 40, yeah, 45, 47 degrees, yeah. um, which it's is a which is a. I mean, <laughs> they'll be moving tomorrow. Yeah. You know, um, a couple of weeks ago when I was out, they were moving like crazy. So I expect to see a lot where I'm sitting. As far as um, I have my eye on a couple of them, we'll wait and see if they present themselves or not, and. Um, I don't have any big hurry this year to be out of the woods in the first day, so um, I we might sit and any. wait and just hang out and see what happens. But there are a couple. If 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 I get a shot at one of those, <coughs> I'll definitely be taking it. But I mean, other than can, that, I'll be out there all day until I get one or until I'm done for the next day. So if I can fine. trash talk a little bit, I'm definitely going to shoot the biggest buck tomorrow. But if oh, I can talk boy. in some reality... Um, it's Rhonda every year, so yeah. it's not even a last, competition. Last now for years. our buck pool, we we'll just hand her the money and tell her to hang out. Okay. Oh, yeah. Billy right. Joe did get it. I think we're upping the ante to ten dollars each this year. <laughs> Two years ago, Billy Joe took it. Yeah, she's got a nice one. Man, one. Wait, when I went did, out to did I take it last year. I don't. Know I that. did take it last year. <laughs> oh, you took that roadkill one. Brushed it. Dust off my shoulders. I went. I went out to Colorado, That's... and they started. They were like, "Oh yeah, we do a a buck pool." And you get money if you shoot first, smallest, or biggest. Really? And I was like, oh, interesting. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely in. And they're like, okay, it's 100 bucks a piece. And I'm oh, like, wow. holy <laughs> cow, that's more than the total yeah. earnings yeah. back where I'm from. <laughs> I was like, 100 bucks a piece. Okay, sure. Yeah, you know what? Why not? And then I ended up getting first and biggest. I was like, oh, that has made 600 yeah. bucks. That's amazing. When you I'm say in first, from now on. Yeah, here's my next six years' entries. So when you say first, you just got to be the first one to shoot. First one to shoot a buck. Kill one. 
you, boy. you have to bring it back. Okay, you have you to bring that. it you back. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. walks out the door and just starts blasting. Hey, I shot one, guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't down, find it, but I shot one. I think down by us. I mean, Rhonda always sees deer by her. She's seen more deer Ooh, last, last year. Last year, I saw her. 37 deer the uh, first day. It yep. was unbelievable. Yep. And, and south of me, they seen, what, 10 coyotes and four deer. Yeah. Uh, I think this year is going to be different. We don't have as many people going into the woods this year. We're uh-huh. down four or five people. Uh-huh. But I still think the deer are going to be moving pretty good. We've, We've seen, seen them We've today seen when we were out today, there. They were yeah. all over out there. Well, so we're going to be, we're gonna be lower numbers on the 40. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like half as many mm-hmm. as yeah. some years. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting, which makes you a, a, a little nervous sure. yeah. because the less people we have on the land, that uh, does they don't seem to move as well. But you guys will do fine because you guys move a lot, so you'll be yeah. 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 Well, some you of them. In and all the woods I'm I'm just going to hug my heater, and I figure I'm going to have a I'm just going to have Hotel Hilton on the side because I know I'm going to have a few guests for the first time. <laughs> would, you, would you like to borrow my cribbage board? <laughs> Mark, Mark, on the days that you start out hunting by yourself, you never end up hunting by no, yourself. Never. It's always it's me, for and years, Sam, or Aaron. For years. Or we start out hunting with you. When I hunt, used to hunt on the sliver, do you remember there was a big, uh, there was a big tree that fell down? Uh-huh. And I sat. It was about three quarters of up the up the way uh, up the ridge, and I just sat on that big mm-hmm. log. And then while I was sitting there, it wasn't long. It was cold, and I always got it. And you boys were always, you know. In your teens. And so I always got that. And it would always give me a little smile um, because I would see orange coming through the woods and then crossing the road. Mm -hmm. And I knew where you were going. And if I shot, I knew I was going to see at least one or two of you. But yet, um, if I hadn't shot, yeah, you guys would just come over. And that one year, I had you. Sam was sitting with me already. Uh But I had you show up, and you sat with us. And then Aaron, my eldest, he came. And so I had all three of you boys up there with us. And we just all kind of hung out on that big log. And before too long, we were all sleeping on that Uh big log. (laughs) Well, I remember we were sitting there. And all of a sudden. There's a song coming out of this. Yeah. Yeah. Four men sleeping on a log. Ron had to have a card table out there for everybody to play cards. Oh, we're playing team cribbage. Awesome. I brought extra taco meat. (laughs) Tacos for everybody. We. I remember the one year I got a pocket knife for like my birthday or something that year, and we spent like two hours whittling that whole dead log. And you're just like, would you guys shut up? Like, you guys started that five hours ago. And then we'd get bored, and we're like, oh, we're gonna go walk by my dad. (laughs) Here comes three guys. It's like, we haven't seen anything. It's like a freaking army walking through. But you never walked up by your mom, did you? No. No, they got out. No, by the time time I was hunting, she totally left the area that we did. She went to a whole different valley. I moved a couple miles away. After a while, she learned. It got to the point where we'd be driving down the dirt road to ask about dinner, and all of a sudden, you just see dust flying up in front of us, and she's just reloading. Like, get out of here. There was a couple of times we'd all be cold, we'd get in the truck, and, and uh, Billy and I'd be in the front seat, and we'd have a couple of the kids, whoever was cold, so we all go for a little Heading ride. Heading to McDonald's. And I don't know, we would head over by you, and as we were starting to come up the hill, driving in the field, we'd come up the hill, and Billy would go, 
Gee, I hope she don't get mad. <laughs> I remember. I remember. I would just sit there. I remember sitting on the side of that hill and, oh, and literally no blind, no nothing. But yeah, I yeah. remember just being covered in snow, just sitting over the yeah. side, I don't know on how the side she of that did hill. And, and how she still got all 10 toes, oh. or at least I believe she <laughs> oh does. I remember getting, yeah. not even getting to the hill, just, just driving on the road, and she instantly recognizes oh, the yeah. vehicle. And that's all you see is a hand waving us goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Uh-huh. The knife yep. comes out. Uh-huh. Yeah. You remember. Yeah. Oh, boy. So what am I expecting for tomorrow? You know, since I fell out of a tree, I don't have an expectation anymore. I think the biggest thing for me is whatever the Lord wants to provide. You know, yeah. um, I, I guess I'm kind of gone into a little bit different of a mindset with it. I mean, I'm here to see something, and I hope that I do, and and uh, that'll be the prayer tomorrow. And before we go out into the woods, we always stand in a circle and give them thanks and uh, protection. <clears throat> Sorry. I've become a big ball baby since I fell. Um, but anyway, no, I, I guess that's the thing. Uh, I've always been a ball baby. But anyway, <laughs> thanks for pointing it out, Rhonda. <laughs> We but, love you. Uh, but yeah, um, that's pretty much the attitude that I've got towards it. I, I just I just love, and I still have the opportunity to sit out in the woods, and I, I love watching whatever comes through, uh, if it's a, a few squirrels. Last year, I t- shared this earlier when we went out to the woods last year, um, we don't have, we have grouse, but we don't have a lot of them by us or that I'm aware of. I've never hunted them. But last year, I'm sitting in my blind, and I could hear this. Every little while, I hear this. And it was like, after I heard that for, I'm sorry. All right, that was my best rendition. But anyway, and I got to think, I had no idea what it was. And after a while, and I heard it several times. And I remember just thinking, Dude, it's time for a new lawnmower. <laughs> it does. It sounds like an old, sound like an old I, jalopy. That's exactly to get what I thought too. And then all of a sudden, I was hearing them over there, and then I'm hearing them over there. It's like, crying aloud, everybody in this area's got a bad lawnmower. I can't, I can't pinpoint where it's coming from. I hear it's it, hard. but it almost, like, I remember, the, like I was saying before, the first time I heard it was when I came over here for turkey hunting with you. And when I heard it, I thought it was going crazy yeah. because it was like, it was almost like the, the you know how like the ringing in your ear, and the the only thing I could think of is somebody holding a basketball and just dropping it, and it just yeah yeah. And, I, and what was what was bugging me is I heard it a dozen times yeah in five minutes, yeah. and I'm like I can't focus I can't. I don't even hear turkeys gobbling. It drove you nuts. That's all I yeah. hear is this thing in my ear. <coughs> and then come to find out that it was a grouse. I'm like, that thing had it been three feet from me. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, it was so long. You should look at the video when they do it. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I had to go yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, look really at it. Flipped it well, I was, I was sitting on a stump, like on that first knob when you walk in on the main 40. And Aaron was probably 40 yards behind me sitting on a white bucket. And I look over and I see like five grouse sprinting through the woods. Mm. And then I see a badger chasing oh, them. I've never seen and that. And I, I was freaked out. I mean, they weren't far from me at all. And I'm just sitting up on the stump and I get all the way up. Like my legs were dangling off of it on the ground at first. And now I'm standing fully on top and I'm like, Aaron, Aaron, there's a badger over here. <laughs> He's like, what? I'm like, get over here. He's like, no, there's a badger over there. 
And so I like hopped off the stump and went back towards him. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I'm like, like that's Wisconsin's animal. Like yeah. I can't shoot yeah. that thing. Yeah. But if yeah. it comes near me, like I don't want to have to explain myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a good day tomorrow. It's gonna be a little bit warmer, but it, honestly, I don't think the the weather really matters too much, like temperature wise, because it's it's Wisconsin gun opener. Yeah. There's so many yep. people. I mean, we have more hunters. What is it? More hunters like, it's than like army. Six, yeah, it's like six hundred thousand hunters. They said right. if the Wisconsin deer hunters became an army, it'd be the third largest army in the yeah. world. Yeah. So I mean, it, there's there's just there's no way that you know we're not going to see deer. We are. I would say we are very blessed with what we have here. Yep. Um, they always say don't mess with Texas. Well, uh, when we all wear orange, don't mess with Wisconsin yeah, right, either. Yeah, yeah we, you know, you fly over Texas, and it looks like you are flying over the biggest yeah. pumpkin patch you've yeah. ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and the, and the best thing about you know opening day tomorrow is this when we all yeah. uh, when the day's done. It's dark. We're all coming back together, telling our stories, yeah. and we are all safe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And that's the thing I think that I absolutely love about it. We may not be all on the same land anymore, but we're on the same wavelength uh, oh, with yeah. our cell phones. Oh, yeah. We're all rooting we're for each all other. On that's, the just, uplink that's just and part we're, of the we're camaraderie of each other. it is being yeah. able – I mean, that's all the excitement of it, too, besides yeah. the hunt itself, is you get to come back to everybody else yeah. here. And you get to explain and talk about your stories, listen to other... And we just watch our phones. Are, some of them are true, some of them ain't. And, yeah. and we just watch our phones to hear, see the three words, big buck down. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then and we wait for the pictures. It's like, pictures, pictures. It's a little pictures. bit smaller <laughs> than what you're yeah. going to shoot. Yeah. 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 I would say, you know, like we were saying before about, you know, all these crippled people in our family now. I, I would say I'm trying to do the best <laughs> I can to keep these crippled people out in the, out in the woods. Um when I hear gunshots, I get super excited, especially when it, you know, like when it's my parents. And then it's not very long before that excitement wears off, and I realize that I've got just that many more deer to drag off. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This is the joys of getting older. I just can't wait till hey, we put Shana. one of those, like, wheelchair sterilics yeah, yeah. in out on the hills, <laughs> and they're just, like, wheeling from one spot to another. You remember how bad it used to be when we first, well, you guys were pretty little at that time, but when we first started hunting Call Valley over there, I mean, there had been a tornado come through there. We had so many twisted down trees in there. It was on night. It was and over deer, trees, under trees, the, however the you could get them out of there. The deer were in there like crazy, oh, but wow. you needed a helicopter to get them out of there. Yeah, it was terrible. It was it's, a it's, lot of it's work. Not, it's not extremely bad now, but no, walking, it's walking really, through there today, I did notice that A lot of the trees have rotted off. Trees and down the, again. Yeah. So, Hell. which... Which I always liked because it just gives that yeah. much more cover right. for them on the ground. And right. I think that, you know, you can kind of direct them. And I've You and I have talked about that in the past. I forget what you called it, but you can cut kind of like... Oh, yeah, hinge down. cutting. Hinge cutting, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you can, can make a windrow, basically, of down trees. And then on top of that, if you only cut a portion of the way through it yeah. and you can get it to to fall in the direction you want it to... It'll actually continue to grow leaves, and that just creates more forage. And oh, they say wow. that just by using a chainsaw, you can create more tonnage of food out there than if you were to put in a food plot. Yeah. yeah. So. And I noticed walking out there today, there is, I mean, for gun deer season, there is a lot of green in that woods yet. Yeah. I, mean, I walked in, and I'm like, holy crap! Like it just doesn't feel like gun deer yeah. season. Yeah. yeah. No. This comes. 
it seems like it comes faster every year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Again this year, and it's like we were driving over, and I even mentioned to Billy on the way over here. It's like I'm not ready. This where does time go? Yeah. But I got a late start bow hunting this year too, so that really kind of put a slap to it too. But you know, and, and with everything, I guess this is the part that out of out of the hunt. Yeah, okay, all the deer that we've gotten, but it's the family, you oh, know, getting together and spending and having a bunch of laughs and uh, just enjoying each other's company. This is this is what keeps us coming back to the little town of Strum every year. Yeah, and not to mention once somebody does get a deer, taking oh, it to yeah. the processor and everybody wants yeah. to go see what else is hanging up oh, there. Oh, yeah. So. And you kids were little, used to do that. Yeah. Oh, that was so fun to treat. take it to the gas, yeah. just the gas station. Oh yeah, they used yeah. to have yeah. the hanger. You could go that and weigh it. You'd get your picture you taken. Anymore, You'd have to check it in. I feel That's like that was part of the whole tradition, right there. One downfall. You would get out and be able to, you know, we would take our little lunch break, yeah. whatever, run to McDonald's, run to the gas station, and that was the one of the biggest excitements of the hunt was yeah. being able to go to the gas station and see everybody else's trophies. At the now you got to go to Rhonda's stand to get lunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. See yeah. the big bucks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you don't make it by a certain time, you're Those SOL. tacos are going to be really good tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. Uh, ten, 10 bucks says that we all get pictures tomorrow. Yeah. I, I'm going to be sad, though, because you took out a few of my awakening animals out of my stand today. Oh. oh. The... <laughs> of the tail pet mice, pet start. mice have been yeah, yeah. taking down a few notches. But. Yeah, I had yeah. to smack them around a bit today. <laughs> well, good luck, well, everybody. Yeah, yeah good, good luck tomorrow. Be safe. Shoot yeah. straight. We'll do a recap tomorrow and uh, see who's got something down. Yeah. What's yeah. the bet now? What's the bet this year? Are we doing ten? Thank you, my year. <laughs> Sorry. You're here well, for what? I say, I say whoever shoots. Sorry, the Kevin. Podcast. I wasn't laughing at you. I was oh. laughing at my mom laughing at you. Uh, you you didn't even get that out just all a the smirk way. On her face. You didn't get that out all the way. My mom, I think she farted. She laughed so abruptly. It was like, <laughs> I can believe that. Well, uh, good luck. And uh, we'll hop on tomorrow. Sounds good. All right. Thanks. Hear our stories. <laughs> And that is going to wrap it up for this episode of the podcast. I hope you all enjoyed that. Like I said, it was going to be a ton of fun. It was a ton of fun. And I look forward to this now as a tradition. Now that I'm into podcasting, now that I've got my gear, I'm going to start bringing this up every single year and doing a yearly Wisconsin Gun Deer podcast series. And so stay tuned because the hunt is just about to start. And I'm sure we're going to see a lot of deer, hopefully get a lot of deer and have some crazy stories along the way. And I hope you guys are finding success out in the woods, out in the fields, wherever you are. I know uh, Missouri's waterfowl season will have kicked off by the time I make it home. And so I know a lot of people are going to be getting out doing that. But best of luck to all of you. Please stay safe out there. Wear your tree harness when you're up in a tree. Be mindful of where your uh, gun barrel is pointed at all times. And yeah, just get out and have some fun. Also, hop on and leave a review and a rating for the podcast. I hope you guys um, have been enjoying it, and I hope you continue to enjoy it. But until next time, always choose adventure, and God bless.